Coming to you live is the Auto Hub Show, changing automotive one show at a time with Ian and Jeff. And here we go. And this is Jeff. Paul Fairchild Jr. Thank you and welcome. And we're here at Driving Sales Las Vegas 2022. Uh, can you give us a sense of what you Well, obviously, everyone's talking about changing in the industry, how we should adapt to it, and uh, what processes are out there to make it easier. Uh, you know, some of it, to be honest with you, makes your eyes roll back in your head. Uh, you know, some of it's obviously very insightful. It's like you have to sort of pick uh, what what you connect with. So, so you tell me some of the things that change hands. The answer, not the answer. I still think we're shaking hands, meeting people, but engaging, but in a different way. We'd be right with you there. I mean, we spent a lot of time, uh, fortunately or unfortunately, talking about the Oh, yes. My favorite word. Well, you know something? The, again, we talk about themes, and um, this recurrent theme about we're going to drive quality leads, we're going to create more customer interaction, we're going to do online this and that, and it's the same stuff that I heard, in my opinion, in the late 90s, because that was the great new thing. Well, I, I have a little bit different slant on things. I do think that this is the cost of change, but I believe it has to be manufactured-driven. Everyone in this conference is talking about how consumers want to engage in the satisfaction of the experience, whether it's good, bad, or different. Dealers feel we're being more, tra uh, more uh, transactions and more upfront than we've ever transmitted in the past. Consumers feel like the process. You know why? When you have a when you have a process that is a negotiation process that is taste. I'm trying to sell at the highest price I can. Yeah. I can do it with a smile. I can do it with a professional. But the bottom line is I'm still negotiating a price. Yeah. Manufacturers with the current inventory levels absolutely have the op opportunity to really, if Toyota, Nissan, or whoever said I want to do a one price business model, do it. Customers will be happy, and now is the time that you could actually pull it off and not affect, uh, not affect the sales, yeah. actually. It would be a big thing for manufacturers. Well, I can tell you, we're, we're from Vancouver, Canada. And in Canada, in the early 2000s, Toyota went one price. They called it Access Toyota. It was brilliant. The dealers could not discount. They could not negotiate in any way, shape, or form. They could not add value to the cars. They couldn't even do free floor mats. But then, of course, some dealers took them to court, and it got overthrown because of a free trade or uh, uh, some anti-something, free enterprise. Well, I think the big mistake, if a manufacturer was listening and said that's a good idea, but then they did not give us enough margin. 
to not want to undervalue your trade, not want to spend that two hours in the FMI office we need. So if you do it, you got to really do it, allowing the dealers to maintain a margin that you can truly say that's the price. If we're going to be transformative, that's where the transformation has to happen. Not for me, telling me what vendors I need to use and what buying processes online I need to utilize. I honestly don't. I, I still think people are people. I think the transition for us as a dealership is I've always wanted to have my hands shaped be better than now that has to happen virtually. So how do I make that virtual transaction or that virtual engagement as much of a human element as possible within your in-person environment? So that's where some of these things, use of video, creative use of video, uh, uh, constant contact with a customer in a meaningful way. That's where I think uh, you're still going to need a sales in order to do that. You're just going to have to learn how to become more engaging. Uh, I can't say that anything surprised me. I really don't. We're talking about the same stuff we talked about here. I do believe the dealers are transparent, honest, engaging than they've ever been in the past. We are in a very unique cycle. When you're under inventory, margins that are excessive, uh, based on inventories are justified. So we're in a very weird uh, time. In a good time to regular. There's no doubt about it. But uh, that's my caution is my normalcy happens. Well, I was going to ask you, what do you think our biggest risk is right now? And I think you just answered it just with that comment. Unfortunately, everyone believes they're worth what they're earning today. <laughs> and that is my psychological cross the bear to make everyone understand we're going to have to work twice as hard to earn 75% over we before. So, so what you're telling me is a five grand average gross on RVRs or Outlander Sports is, uh, is not uh, normal? Exactly. <laughs> With the art, by the way. And if it was only five, uh, front and back, I mean, yeah. It's coming down to five. Yeah, yeah. That that side of it is supply and demand. I did have a debate with a guy that had uh, a, a Kia dealership, so Telluride above market price, and the guy was uh, emphatic that he wasn't going to pay above market price. And I said, "Look, I'll make you a deal. You pay MSRP for my car. I'll give you your residual for your lease, and we'll call it a day." Yeah, oh, that's not fair. My car's worth eight thousand dollars more than the residual, and so is mine. Okay, I mean, you just answered the question. Uh, we did end up getting together, but it, 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 it took that psychological conversation or the reality conversation, supply and demand is affecting. Well, but you know what? It, it, it just boils down to sales. We This is what we've always done. It's just in a different way. That's Perfect. It, absolutely. Awesome. Um, go ahead. No, please. Yeah. I'd love to tell you about my program. I'm actually distributing a, a dealer-owned uh, lease-here-pay-here model that is scalable, very consumer-friendly to the subprime market. I would love you to reach out to you.
We would love it. And by the way, this has been Paul Sansone Jr. of Sansone Jr.'s 66 Auto Mile in Neptune, New Jersey, which I have been told <laughs> is on the Jersey Shore. I just love talking about that. And, uh, you know, by the way, uh, what was uh, Snooky? Snooky? Yeah. Snooky, they, they, they all come out. Exactly. Thank you so much. We appreciate you taking the time. I would, I'm actually talking about, um, I'm actually having a com conference about it. Thanks for joining us. It was a great show. And follow us anywhere you would like on your favorite podcast, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, and of course on our YouTube, or subscribe to our own channel.